As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, everybody? This is Phil. And this is Kira. Welcome to the How We Do It podcast. A marriage podcast about our story. Which we use to help couples better themselves. We use our podcast to help married couples navigate through their relationship. So grab a pen and pencil. Take a listen to the next episode of the How, How We, we do, do It podcast. podcast. Marriage done our way. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have nothing good to offer. You know, he ain't even trying or she don't even want to do blah, 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 blah. You ain't going to never go upward because you're still waiting on a certain condition to take place or a certain situation to happen in order for you to be like, okay, now we can start working on. No, this is how you build. If you are in a relationship, literally write down all the beauties in your relationship. everybody welcome to another episode of the how we do it podcast featuring me kira and i'm phil and this is episode 50 episode 5 i'm loud i know you in a good mood <laughs> yeah. you been doing chopper styles before we started recording oh i wish you stopped doing <laughs> chopper style <laughs> God, <laughs> you you brought it up. I wasn't even gonna sing it. I wasn't singing that song. No, you said you'd be doing chopper style, so I started back doing it. When I said that, you just said it. I'm talking about. I didn't bring that up before the. Uh... But I'm saying you said you've been doing chopper style, so uh, I said. I okay, my, okay, okay. I okay. did my little run. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, y'all? This is Phil and Kira of the How We Do a Podcast. This is episode 50. We are halfway to a hundred. Yeah, we have a ways to go though. Yeah, but we've been doing really, really good and staying consistent. And I'm I'm proud of everybody who's been rocking with us. Today's episode is going to be a really, really, really good one. Um, I think this topic we're getting ready to discuss is for couples who... You ever talk to somebody and you're telling them about your healing journey or you're telling them about your development or you're telling them about something you're working on and they go, oh, we already doing it. Yeah. And uh, you telling them, you know, hey, man, I'm learning how to do blah, blah, blah. Oh, I already mastered it. Yeah. This is for the, those couples that your relationship is doing fine. You don't have nothing to work on. Me and my wife get along fine. Me and my husband, we are, we, this is for you guys. Today's topic is all about building from where you are. And what brought this conversation on or this topic on was, 
most of the time when when people think about building or working on their relationship, they think about it from a broken standpoint. We working to get the trust back or we're working on our communication or, you know, we're working on understanding one another. But there's a vast majority of people who believe that their relationship don't really need no work. They believe their relationship is doing pretty good. So because they feel this strong about their relationship, they tend to do pretty much the same thing they've been doing because they don't feel like they need to elevate or build. Here's the thing. Everything in life evolves. Nothing stays the same. I don't care how good you are to your spouse, how much y'all get along, y'all not going to stay the same. You're not going to be that same person that you was when y'all met, when y'all senior citizen. Right. Physically, you're going to change. Mentally, you're going to change. Your experience is going to help you change. However, as you change, you should be evolving and getting better as a couple. Here's a big issue that a lot of people don't pay attention to. And this is actually causing people to divorce. Some people actually cheat. Some folks, you know, don't know what to do. They become weary in their relationship and become disturbed. And you are one of the people whose relationship is going great. We travel. We got money. Uh, we don't have nothing to worry about. We live in a nice neighborhood. Uh, you know, I look good. He look good. Uh, I work out. She work out. Whatever. Here's what happens. When you feel so comfortable in your relationship that it's going good and you start to plateau and all of a sudden the relationship just becomes stale and people will be like, man, y'all look so good together. What's wrong? Why y'all separating? Man, just, we just grown apart. You didn't grow apart. You literally got comfortable to the point where nothing new, nothing exciting, nothing that 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 reinforces the connection between you and your spouse is happening. You're just taking it for granted that we got a cool relationship. Mm-hmm. And so now all of a sudden, this mundane routine of going out and coming home or whatever you guys do becomes boring. And all of a sudden, you look over at a person who is talking new and improved ideas about relationship and connecting or sex or whatever and you become more interested in that because you're lacking that in your relationship and you could possibly have eyes for other people and don't even realize that it's happening all because instead of building from where you are so here's the thing if you have a really really good relationship how can we enhance it not to say that we got to do some work because people think, you know, oh, I got to work on my relationship. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying your relationship got to be going through tough times in order for you to build. What I'm saying is if you are in a place where you and your spouse are on the same page, y'all get along, there's peace in your home, ain't no outside influences, you ain't got no money issues, no health issues, y'all are doing really, really well. How do we move from this place and build off of it? Because... If you are any of those things and then some that I just named, that is your foundation. Now, how do we build? And we're going to share some tips with you all today on how to build. So, if you are a couple who is doing good because we have seasons in our life Mm -hmm. where things are going great, 
And then you have other seasons where there might be some challenges. However, why wait to the challenge to really get close to your spouse? Why wait to a challenge to really start loving on your spouse and and and, and realize, like, last week we talked about death mm-hmm. in a relationship. If, if, if one of the spouses die. Um, one of our friends, DJ Spin, mm-hmm. put up a post on Facebook because D Mills passed away. Mm-hmm. And he said, he tagged me, I believe he tagged you, and he tagged a bunch of other people. And he said, I just want to let you all know I love you because tomorrow isn't proper. Why you ain't never tell me that before he died? You see what because I'm saying? It takes something like that for people to realize that, that life is short or whatever. And, and see, that's what I'm saying. Like, why wait till a challenge hits you to appreciate who you have in your life or what you have in your life? Now, it may take something like that to open up people's eyes. But what we're doing today on the podcast is we're we're wanting you to open up your eyes now and recognize that I have this great relationship that doesn't have all of these issues. And I'm not working on, you know, uh, personal issues and self-esteem and insecurities. And my husband and my wife has to help me coach me through it. No, we, we are at that place where all couples strive to be. How do you build from that? So let's go through some of these tips. Number one, the key is to always grow. What do I mean by always grow? Whenever you are doing something, there's a scripture in the Bible that says, the joy of the Lord is my strength. A lot of people think that means that if I have joy, that comes from God, I'm going to get strong. It, it kind of, but what that really is saying is, think about this. You are reading something on what's pad or what's, what is it what called? What pad. What pad. It's a story about Michael Jackson. Do you like this story? Yeah. How often have you been reading this story? Since last week. I mean, How often? Oh, yeah. whenever I get time, maybe once or twice a day. So once or twice a day, you go back to the story. Yeah. Okay. There was a show you was watching um, with some women in jail in Australia. Oh, Wentworth. How often was you watching that? Mm, maybe twice a day. Twice a day. Maybe mainly, mainly at night when everything was calmed down. Okay. Before that, you was watching The Vampire People. Oh, um, Vampire Diaries and uh, really I was watching the originals. Those people with the vampires? Mm-hmm. It's a spinoff of Vampire Diaries. Okay. How often was you watching that? Maybe once a day, twice a day. Okay. Once or twice a day, you are giving this your time. You see me working on music. How often do you see me do that? Mm, all the time. All the time. That's what the Bible meant. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Anything you find joy Anything in... Anything you enjoy doing, you're going to do it all the you're time. You're going to strengthen yourself in it. Yeah. Right. So how do I look enjoying my relationship with you... But I ain't trying to get better as a husband. Right. I ain't doing no new moves in the bedroom. I ain't doing nothing spontaneous or show you no new forms of affection. I don't have any new compliments to give you. I don't have anything new to add to the house to decorate it. You see what I'm saying? No new gifts, nothing. Like, I don't even have new conversation of growth, what I'm going through, or how to share or connect to be more intimate. You want to consistently grow 
And you will know if you're not growing because nothing new is happening. And this is where people get into that danger zone where uh, the therapist was talking about one of the places uh, in a relationship where people fail at is comfort because it leads to loneliness. Because once you get so comfortable that you feel like I don't have to do anything, all of a sudden you stop putting effort in Mm -hmm. and your spouse stops receiving whatever attention it was that made them fall in love with you. So to avoid loneliness, avoid getting to this comfort zone, always continue to grow. If you enjoy your spouse as much as you say you do, if you are really, really enjoying your relationship, then strengthen yourself in that relationship. Get better. Go to marriage seminars. I don't mean that your relationship Something is wrong falling. Yeah. because you do that. Yeah, go see a therapist. It doesn't mean that, like, I love the way uh, the psychotherapist, I can't remember her name. It'll come to me later. But she put it, I love the way she put it. You go to the doctor for checkups just to make sure everything is okay. Right. Like the babies did yesterday. Yeah. But you're not going to go see a therapist until everything is falling apart. And that's not what a therapist is for. A therapist is not your last line of defense. A therapist is somebody who's there to walk you along your journey to make sure everything is on the up and up. Hey, Mr. So-and-so, me and Kira is just coming in for our weekly, monthly checkup, whatever. This is enhancing the relationship. Go to relationship uh, uh, type places. Like, you know, we're going to uh, a marriage seminar, like I said earlier, like how we went with Rob and May. Um, you know, join marriage groups. You know, talk to other married couples. You know, look at videos that teach you how to, you know, enhance and better understand your your spouse. You know, learn things that can make you better. Always evolving and growing. If you think your relationship is good now and you're constantly growing, then you're going to really love your relationship when you see that we keep just going to new heights and new levels and our relationship just keeps getting better and better and better in every area. Physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, all of it is just growing and getting better. So that's number one. Number two, listen to understand your spouse. This is something we talked about. Uh, a lot. A, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, have I been doing better? I was just thinking that you've been doing that better. You've been doing better, not doing. Well, you know, you've been doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I just. <laughs> but you have been doing better, yeah. I, I really wanted to put emphasis on that because I know there was something that I didn't do well. And um, it makes us... Underst- I've been nicer, too. Yeah. It makes us understand each other, and it it really helps us get along. Yeah. Um, so we've been getting along very great, very good lately. Yeah. One of the things I learned, and I didn't tell you this, but I learned this this morning. What you learned this morning? I didn't know the difference between sympathy and empathy. Okay. And so, uh, I told you you lack empathy. Yeah, I really do. Because I didn't know. I thought I was being empathetic, but I wasn't. So sympathy is understanding someone else's situation. Empathy is actually feeling you what they're yourself. feeling. Yeah. So if they're crying, you're crying. If they're happy, you're happy. If they're super excited about this new opportunity, you just as excited as they are. It's plenty of times you would tell me something. I'm like, I am not interested. I really don't care. 
And I and I, I would say that because I'm just being truthful. Are you having issues with your finances, trouble in your relationship, or just need some general insight with your day-to-day life? Hey, everybody, I'm Kyrie Guinea of the How We Do It podcast and owner of Blue Lotus Sacred Healing Place. And I'm here to tell you that you no longer have to be in the dark when it comes to your life issues. You have more control than you think. Book a reading with me at www.bluelotusreadings.as.me and together we will get to the root of your issues. Once again, that's www.bluelotusreadings.as.me. Talk to you soon. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is Phil from the How We Do It podcast. Did you know that America is about $12.58 trillion in debt? with the average American household owing about $16,091 in credit cards. In today's world, credit runs everything. It even determines how much you will pay on your car insurance or even if you'll get a job. If you're suffering from bad credit, this information will change your life. The path to your personal financial goals begin with smart money management. The more you know about credit and debt, the easier it becomes to make sound financial decisions. That's where the My Credit System comes in. The My Credit System is a financial literacy program designed to increase your financial skills and knowledge on the subject of credit and debt. With the My Credit System, you'll get 26 step-by-step how to repair your credit videos, four rounds of dispute letters templates, reestablishing new credit via little-known sources. The My Credit System also comes with income shifting strategies for producing increased cash flow in your family's household with a minimizing expenses tool, debt eliminator tool, and an investment calculator. Receive a walkthrough of the entire credit repair process, everything from pulling your personal credit report, writing dispute letters, mailing certified letters, and even credit rebuilding. The My Credit System provides the best training and education to help eliminate the financial burden of debt and negative credit. So do what just about everybody wants to do this year. Increase your credit score and get on track to your own personal financial success. To get your hands on the My Credit system in these 26 videos, log on to pkw.myecon.net forward slash my credit system. That's pkw.myecon.net forward slash my credit system. We talked about, we. there's a lot of stuff we talk about on this podcast, and there was a, a podcast episode where we talked about uh, intimacy. And intimacy is vulnerability shared and openness shared by two people. So it's not intimate if it's not, vul- if both of y'all are not being vulnerable and both of y'all are not being open, then it's not intimacy. And intimacy don't always mean sex. Sex. It don't always mean being uh, freaky. Uh, yeah. <laughs> intimacy, I didn't fin- finish your sentences, boo. I know you've been doing that to me all day. Yesterday, too. I did? Uh-huh. You was like, we meant to be together. Oh, yeah, I did say that. Mm-hmm. So, intimacy is when two people are being vulnerable and open. If one person is being vulnerable and the other person is dismissing their vulnerability, it makes you feel unsafe to do that again. Yeah. If I got something on my heart, and like the other day you was telling me, I want to tell you something, please don't judge me. That's you saying, I want to be intimate. Please don't shut me out. Because I may not come back out and and, and open up to you again. Yeah, because it was a long time. It was a lot of times before, um, this is back when I was going through postpartum and I was trying to express myself to you when you wasn't empathetic towards me. and I shut down for a long time. 
Mm-hmm. It's a lot of stuff that I had stopped telling you because I felt like you wasn't caring enough or empathetic enough, so I just shut down. But now I feel like I'm opening up more now. Mm-hmm. And it, it it's a big difference, like night and day, of how we speak to each other, how we get along, how we communicate because of that. And I could definitely see the difference. And it started with trying, but that trying is actually turned into a, a, a conscious practice. Like I, I, I find myself, you know, dismissing you in certain cases, and I, and I, when I catch myself, I'll correct it. I don't tell you I do it. I just notice it. So it's now, now it's like I'm conscious of it. And that goes that goes back to if you have a good foundation, you have a good relationship. How can I give you everything you need and desire for the marriage from me? And how can you give me everything I need and desire for the marriage from you? If two people gave their 100 percent best to each other, there's no room for the marriage to get boring or hit a plateau you're going to always grow because you're going to always be looking for ways to please your spouse. And I think when it comes to listening, you're not listening just so that your spouse can know that you're paying attention. You're listening because you want to connect further. You want to get a deeper understanding of who it is you, you, you are married to. If your spouse is always like, you always talk to me about these girly thing and I told I don't know who I was talking to I said she need a gay friend she needs some dude that if she starts talking about patterns and colors and hairstyles and locks and eyebrow arching and all that they'll be like girl yes (laughs) like I don't be knowing what to say so I'm like I don't care where's a gay dude that loves kittens and what else you be talking about? I don't know. Avi's hair, I'm going to change the lock pattern. What you think? Her part is this way. And I'm like, it looks good to me. That's all that it, that matters. <laughs> so, you know, I'm 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 working personally. I, I, thought, I thought you wanted to know about your baby girl hair. I, I don't even know what you're talking about. You know how when I try to explain to you football and you just look <sighs> at me like, mm. uh-huh. <laughs> okay, Phil. And then you look down at your phone like a million times because you really not following. And you just be talking. I be like, I don't want to hear about this. I, I know that's how I feel. So I'm like, you know, I'm I'm doing better of 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 listening to just understand you because obviously whatever you're talking about is important to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And imagine, I don't know how this would feel if everything I was into was important to you, or if everything you was into was important to me. How would that feel like? If you talked about cats, I was like, yes, yeah, let's talk cats. That'd be kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just like sharing stuff with you. I know some stuff you don't care about, but I don't know. I mean, most, mar- I don't know. Well, I guess most married couples talk to each other about everything. So, yeah, you know, whatever comes to my mind and you sitting right there here, you just get the brunt of it. <laughs> you know what? I feel like I want to do so-and-so. You could be like, okay. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you might be a best. Yep. 
We talk about everything all the time yeah. anyway. So. Since day one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be on the phone for hours talking about everything. Falling asleep on the phone and waking up. Babe, I think I'm going to go ahead and hang up now. I mm-hmm. just dozed off. Oh, okay. I call you. Then we call each other about three or four hours later. Yeah. Like we two teenagers. Mm-hmm. Yep. That, but that will, that's what makes the relationship fun. Which brings us to point number three. Point number three is allow space for your partner to be safe. So when you allow space for your partner to feel safe, this goes back to when something is not interesting to us. We don't think that this is a big deal, but there's times where you complain about stuff. I don't want to hear about it. I really, really don't. And I can't say that to you like, I don't want to hear this. You know what I mean? (laughs) I be feeling like saying it sometimes because it's not important to me. But what happens if I do that? All of a sudden, you don't feel safe, right? To to express yourself, and I was I was looking up validation, and I was like, "What the hell is that?" I had never heard no dude say, "I need you to validate me." It's always women saying it, and so I, I was literally talking to DeAndre earlier, and I said, "What is validation? How do you validate somebody?" And so when I looked it up, it's basically, you remember, you coming to me. And you've done this a couple of times where you'll be thinking something and you it, it's really like an inner guilt that a lot of women carry. Not all, but a lot. And you'll come to me and you'll go, babe, can I talk to you? And I'll say, yeah, what's up? And then you'll go, don't get mad at me, but you know, so-and-so and so-and-so, I just don't want to do blah, 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 blah. This, that, and the third, and da, 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 da. And then you'll be like, are you mad? And I'll say, no, I'm not mad. And then, I, actually, I agree with you. You do? Good, because I ain't want to keep thinking I was crazy. Mm-hmm. Now, I just validated that you're not crazy. That, that guilt you was holding on to no longer needs to be there, because your feelings is just as... So, basically, validation is just somebody agreeing with you? Not necessarily agreeing, but allowing you to to acknowledge your feelings as real. Are you having issues with your finances, trouble in your relationship, or just need some general insight with your day-to-day life? Hey, everybody. I'm Kiri Guinea of the How We Do It podcast and owner of Blue Lotus Sacred Healing Place. And I'm here to tell you that you no longer have to be in the dark when it comes to your life issues. You have more control than you think. Book a reading with me at www.bluelotusreadings.as.me and together we will get to the root of your issues. Once again, that's www.bluelotusreadings.as.me. Talk to you soon. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is Phil from the How We Do It podcast. Did you know that America is about $12.58 trillion in debt? with the average American household owing about $16,091 in credit cards. In today's world, credit runs everything. It even determines how much you will pay on your car insurance or even if you'll get a job. If you're suffering from bad credit, this information will change your life. The path to your personal financial goals begin with smart money management. The more you know about credit and debt, the easier it becomes to make sound financial decisions. 
That's where the My Credit System comes in. The My Credit System is a financial literacy program designed to increase your financial skills and knowledge on the subject of credit and debt. With the My Credit System, you'll get 26 step-by-step how to repair your credit videos, four rounds of dispute letters templates, reestablishing new credit via little known sources. The My Credit System also comes with income shifting strategies for producing increased cash flow in your family's household with a minimizing expenses tool, debt eliminator tool, and an investment calculator. Receive a walkthrough of the entire credit repair process, everything from pulling your personal credit report, writing dispute letters, mailing certified letters, and even credit rebuilding. My Credit System provides the best training and education to help eliminate the financial burden of debt and negative credit. So do what just about everybody wants to do this year. Increase your credit score and get on track to your own personal financial success. To get your hands on the My Credit System in these 26 videos, log on to pkw.myecon.net forward slash my credit system. That's pkw.myecon.net forward slash my credit system. Mm, okay. You see what I'm saying? Because... A lot of times we are not open as humans, not necessarily in a relationship, but just period as, as humans. We're not open to share our, our personal feelings. Like you will see somebody in a big group setting and everybody's talking about something. Like, for instance, uh, trap music. And, and let's just say there's a certain artist. I don't really listen to trap music at all. I don't care for them. Some of the beats is nice, but I don't care for none of them artists. I don't know what they talk about. I don't about. know who they are. Yeah. And and so let's just say I'm sitting in a group with a bunch of people and everybody's just ranting and raving about this one artist. And I actually don't like that artist. I'm not going to say anything because I am the minority in this right. conversation. And so you will just kind of like, you know, keep your feelings to yourself. And everybody else is saying this artist is great and blah, 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 blah. But your, your true feelings has not been validated. It's not been acknowledged that these are real feelings about this particular artist because I don't want to be embarrassed. I don't want to be judged. I don't want to be looked at as the outcast. So I keep that to myself. People do that in relationships. Mm-hmm. And when you feel like, well, my husband feels strongly about this and I don't want to make him mad or my wife feels strongly about this and I really don't want to disappoint her, then you walk around holding on to negative energy that your spouse needs to know about because you don't have a safe space to express yourself. And then it always turns out to be when you finally talk to your spouse and say whatever it is, they say, why you ain't never say nothing? Right. It's because in my mind, I didn't feel validated. I didn't feel like, you know, I know how much this means to you. I know how important this is. I didn't feel like my feelings were valid because I'm being selfish. I'm not being a team player. I'm not, uh, you know, being supportive if I share how I feel. So when, when people say that your woman wants to be validated, she wants to know that I, I have beauty. I am not crazy. If I do have an opposite opinion that I have a valid reason for having this opinion, and it doesn't mean that we need to break up or have an argument or have a fallout. And so when when I was 
looking into this, I said, wow. I I, I really got a lot of growing to do. Mm-hmm. Because I don't like I don't need validation. If I don't think I do, I probably do. I don't know. But I've never walked around like, hey, you gotta agree with me or acknowledge me, because I'm gonna make you acknowledge me. You know what I mean? If you don't, I'm like, all right, whatever. You know, but it's like as we Have I done that? What? Like talk to you and I need it. Well, you said I did talk to you about something that I need the validation about. You did it about your hair, because you was thinking about cutting your hair, and you was scared to tell me that for some reason. And I was like, I don't care nothing about no hair. If you want to cut I it, just cut felt it. guilty because I just got it done, and then I'm like, you know what? I think I want to start over. And people start a loss over three or four times. And so for some reason, I felt like I was stuck with my hair like this. So, and, and, and to be honest with you, I kind of still want to start over from scratch. You know, but I know the song I'm Not My Hair and It's Just Hair, but I felt guilty about wanting to start over again for some reason. So I wanted to tell you about it so you, I wouldn't. And I did feel crazy. I just spent a lot of money, you know what I'm saying? And I felt bad, and I was scared to tell you because I thought you was going to say, you just got your hair done or you just this and you or whatever, you know. And so when you said, I don't care what you do, I felt better. Yeah, I don't think I battle with that. That's never been the issue. I do whatever I want to do for the most part. I, I encourage you all the time to do whatever you want to do. You do. Um, you told me to get my nose ring back if I want it, go back skating, go get my nail, do whatever I want. You never made me feel like I couldn't do nothing I want to do. I could wear what I want to wear, go where I want to go. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, what is the purpose of being married if you feel like you're in prison? Yeah. Because that was this. I'm not gonna say the, the, the couple's name, but that was this couple, um, where the wife wanted to keep up with her ex. Yeah, I think dude was her ex. Now I don't know the background of the history or whatever, but the husband was livid. Man, you ain't got no business talking to him. Pop, 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 pop. I don't know who you talking about. I tell you. And so, I was like. What are your rules? He said, what you mean my rules? I said, what are your rules? What what rules? I said, rules for yourself when it comes to relationships. I don't understand what you're saying. I said, everybody carries a set of rules into a relationship. In your wife's mind and her rules, communicate with my ex is fine as long as I don't cross this line. Those are her rules. Have y'all sat down and talked about that? You probably have it in your mind and my rules is... Anybody we had sex with, slept with in the past, we don't have no conversation with them. We don't need to be talking to them. Those are your rules. But have you sat down and talked to your wife about it? Mm. And they had never had that conversation. But what happened was because she wanted to talk to her ex and she was like, we not doing nothing. Yeah, we did have a, a past, but it's nothing there. She felt restricted. And she felt imprisoned. So instead of her respecting her husband, she lashed out in other ways and created issues in their relationship that they still deal with to this day. So the thing I'm saying is, I don't want you to feel uh, imprisoned or restricted. Like, I can't do nothing. I can't be me. Because if you go out there and you do something that you don't have no business doing, that's on you. 
because you know that I have a husband who supports me and I'm out here being bogus, eventually it's going to come to the light. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I trust that when you go outside these walls or whoever you contact, whoever you hang out with, you know, that you're going to cover and yourself. And that make you not want to do nothing, bogus, as you say. You know, because if you try to control your spouse to the point where they feel like they need to go get somebody else's phone number or do stuff that you normally wouldn't do because you feel like I am, I'm in prison or I can't do nothing. So when I go out the house, I'm finally free. You know what I'm saying? You 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 know how to you know how the saying is. Um, if you if you too if if you are too strict on a child, they're gonna rebel because they can't do nothing. Mm-hmm. That's how it is. So if you try to control your spouse, they're gonna end up they gonna rebel. They're gonna do what they always have want to do because they feel like they on lockdown all the time. Mm-hmm. So you know, um, if you give your spouse that freedom to express themselves, that's gonna make them feel like I don't have to go act crazy because I can do what I want to do anyway. Well, that, yeah. that, that's my opinion. No, nah, that's good. That I had the same mentality with my ex, and she took that and ran with. Oh, got her little girlfriend and everything. Well, so you know, it just depends on the person. But like, I'm, I'm, I've never been the dude that go through somebody's phone and follow behind you and ask you a million questions. Look, as much as I'm at work all day, you at home all day. I don't know who come over here. You don't know where I'm at. I'm not finna wreck my brain trying to control somebody that I can't control. You Even if you sat here and eyeballed me all day long and I eyeballed you, I cannot stop you from getting in the car and saying, I'll be back and, and I don't know where you are. Right. That, you know what I mean? That's just stupid. So I never try to put restrictions on you. If you want to go buy something bad, if you want to go out of town, go out of town. You want to go over to your mom's house, go over to your mom's house. I really believe that in my eyes, you are a free spirit. Talking about me, right? Yeah. Yeah. Lately, you've been restricting yourself. Yeah. Um, You know, and, and, and you're slowly, like, working your way back out of that situation. But if that's who my wife is, a free spirit, and that's who I fell in love with, then I need to encourage her to be herself. Are you having issues with your finances, trouble in your relationship, or just need some general insight with your day-to-day life? Hey everybody, I'm Kirio Guinea of the How We Do It podcast and owner of Blue Lotus Sacred Healing Place. And I'm here to tell you that you no longer have to be in the dark when it comes to your life issues. You have more control than you think. Book a reading with me at www.bluelotusreadings.as.me and together we will get to the root of your issues. Once again, that's www.bluelotusreadings.as.me. Talk to you soon. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is Phil from the How We Do It podcast. Did you know that America is about $12.58 trillion in debt with the average American household owing about $16,091 in credit cards? In today's world, credit runs everything. It even determines how much you will pay on your car insurance or even if you'll get a job. If you're suffering from bad credit, this information will change your life. The path to your personal financial goals begin with smart money management. The more you know about credit and debt, the easier it becomes to make sound financial decisions. That's where the My Credit System comes in. The My Credit System is a financial literacy program designed to increase your financial skills and knowledge on the subject of credit and debt. 
With the My Credit System, you'll get 26 step-by-step how to repair your credit videos, four rounds of dispute letters templates, reestablishing new credit via little known sources. The My Credit System also comes with income shifting strategies for producing increased cash flow in your family's household with a minimizing expenses tool, debt eliminator tool, and an investment calculator. Receive a walkthrough of the entire credit repair process, everything from pulling your personal credit report, writing dispute letters, mailing certified letters, and even credit rebuilding. The My Credit System provides the best training and education to help eliminate the financial burden of debt and negative credit. So do what just about everybody wants to do this year. Increase your credit score and get on track to your own personal financial success. To get your hands on the My Credit system in these 26 videos, log on to pkw.myecon.net forward slash my credit system. That's pkw.myecon.net forward slash my credit system. I think that's why I want to cut my hair in get nose rings and do all this stuff because I'm always doing stuff. My mama always told me I was the one, the, not doing. well, she told me I was the weird child. You the only one that, one of my kids that get tattoos and wear all these flowy weird clothes and you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's just me. Like, yeah. I'm the, cut all my hair off and grew it back, cut it off again. You know, that's just me. Mm-hmm. And, and there's nothing wrong with that, you know, but in a marriage Providing you that space allows us to build from where we are. So, number four, this is very important, and we've both been talking about it, physical fitness. I thought we were on number five or four? Four. Okay. Physical fitness. Physical fitness is important because, number one, it it it, it your blood circulation is, is key. You know, heart rate is key. Getting your breathing right is key, um, you know. And then physically, how you look, you know, how it makes you feel, the energy you have to deal with your spouse or the kids or whatever you got going on. Um, I forget who I was listening to, but they was breaking down. It, you, I think it was you who's telling me this. If you don't use it, you will lose it. Yeah. So if you sitting on your butt all day long, playing on your phone, watching TV, laying on your butt. You eventually you start to lose the the because the body like we don't need energy for this because we ain't doing nothing right and so the thought of exercising tires you out because I ain't doing nothing but physical fitness you want to enhance and grow from there because guess what as much as I love you and as much as you love me we want to be here for a long time yeah you know you talked about the young lady on the show last week who husband had a condition and he just immediately was gone. Uh, we found out the same thing happened with D Mills. He was yeah. sitting on the computer, and next thing you know, boom, he was gone. Yeah. You know, a lot so, of my friends been having heart attacks yeah. lately. So it's like not my friends, but associates, people I went to school with. You see this happening. I literally uh, am setting up uh, an appointment with a sarcoma specialist, which is a special form of cancer. This was the cancer I was diagnosed with in 2010 and had surgery for in 2011. Just to get my health, you know. Just for a checkup. Yeah, for a checkup. And just certain things, like we changed our diet, and we're not 100% perfect. There's a lot of things we could still do. But it's just to build and enhance. So your physical fitness is is is, is key. Um, number five is health. 
That's mm-hmm. leading right into number five, your health. Like these are things that your spouse and your marriage will benefit from as long as you are consistently using this to grow and get better. And then number six is sex. Your sex should be off the chain. Like I talked to a friend of mine who has sex all the time and this person is single. And you know, when you talk to your your friend about your sexual experience, they always make it seem like they having the time of their life. Right. In the meantime, we we taking care of kids, we paying bills, we, mm-hmm. we trying trying to get a nap in. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not the the same, you know. But married sex should be the best sex because there's no restrictions. I don't have to wear condoms. And what was you telling me earlier about? You you was telling me. Um, Certain condoms you're allergic to. Um, I can't use latex. Yeah, you couldn't use, use certain yeah. condoms because you're sensitive to it. We don't have those issues. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, we even talked about the threesome before. Now, that's not something that we ever decided to do, but the conversations did come up. You're married. That's your bedroom. If you choose to do that, it's on you. If you choose not to do that, that's on you. But there's no restrictions. You should have toys, oils, Candles, music. We definitely got toys and oil. Yeah. You could sheets, certain uh lighting in the room, whatever. This like I don't know why, but this happens. I, I think I know why, and I, I'm gonna tell you in a second. But when you date, you get all the sex you want. And then when you get married, everything takes a backseat to bills, kids, responsibility. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was having this conversation with a friend of mine because there's this particular girl who likes him and they not on no kind of date, nothing. But she already asking him, what's your favorite position? And just that and the third. Mm-hmm. And so I says, wait, is she trying to be your girl? And he goes, she want to, but I already told her I ain't on that. So I said, well, why she th- trying to throw it at you? He was like, because, man, she hoping that I be her man. I said, you know what's going to happen once you become a man? He said, I already know. This is his exact words. The pussy going to stop. Mm. That's that's the mentality. Like, once I get married, all of this, because you, 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 you're trying to land me. You're trying to catch me. you trying mm-hmm. to, you know, get me to be your man. So you give me what you think I like. But then the moment I say, yes, I'll be your man, then you're going to go back to what we was talking about earlier when you get in that comfort zone and your relationship plateau. Now he got, he got asked for somebody else because I'm no longer satisfied in this area. And that comes from not understanding, okay, if I have a good relationship, we both sexually attracted to each other, we both have good communication, good connection, good chemistry, how do I build on this? Hey, listen, I want to, um, you know, Go with me to this this sex shop. Uh, if you if you into porn, I don't really think nothing is wrong with porn. I know porn addiction is bad, but a lot of people, you know, especially church folks, hey, the, the devil and all that <laughs> stuff, you know. But this I used is, to feel guilty about watching porn when I was younger. We all did because we were told it was bad. But it, this is your marriage. Can't nobody tell you how to be as freaky as you want to be or as open as you want to be in your relationship, as long as it's healthy. For your marriage, I ain't got nothing to say. Whatever right. you do behind closed doors, that's you. You know what I mean? But you should be thinking of ways to 
please your spouse, to connect with your spouse. Find new areas on their body that stimulate them that you didn't know stimulate them before. Because as we get older, things change. Yeah. So that same old move ain't going to keep working. You know? And and so it's like number, uh, I think it was number six was sex. And then the last one, number seven, get out, travel, and see the I world. I can't wait to travel. I think that's why I dreamed that dream last night. What dream? When I told you you got that COVID-19 vaccine. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because you know I ain't mess with no vaccine. Because we're going to have to, we, hey, but, but I, I feel like we're going to have to get it in order to travel. And I want to travel, so I don't want to get it, though. Hopefully that crap be over with, because I ain't trying to get no vaccination. I ain't letting you put no poison in my system. Everybody getting them shots. They, they can hide them shots. I, you know how I feel about uh, uh, COVID. I just, I ain't, I ain't never, anyway, that's a whole other topic. But I ain't I ain't rocking with them vaccines. Everybody that got it, more power to you. But yeah, you know, uh, traveling is another one. You know, road trips. You know, staycations. Yeah, um, I definitely want some road trips this summer. Stuff yeah. that creates memories. You know, yeah. you want to do all of these things and then some. These little seven tips is just our little seven tips. Shoot, you can go to church. You got yoga. We can meditate together, the spiritual retreats. You can do all kind of different things. You can go on fast together. You know what I mean? You can go, you know, and and play little games like, okay, uh, we're going to play this game. Whoever loses got to buy somebody a gift. All kind of things you could do to really enhance and build off of where you already are. So if your relationship is the bomb and everything is great, do not allow the momentum of that great relationship to level off. Right. Keep building, keep growing, and keep, you know, loving your spouse. Because a lot of times when we get to a, a good space, if we are not building, eventually we're going to go back down to a bad space. Mm-hmm. How y'all doing? Man, we was getting along, but... His ex didn't show back up. What the baby mama wanted, you know. You know, <laughs> right. you know what I'm saying? Now all of Ooh, a sudden, baby don't have them issues. Yeah, I, I I wasn't tolerating that crap anyway. Even if I wasn't married, I didn't want no baby mama issue, you know. So that's episode 50. I hope we said something today that really really resonated with you know the listeners. Um, don't wait to see a therapist. Get you a a, a constant checkup on your marriage. And just make sure that you are constantly connecting and, and and building from a solid foundation. Let me say this. You cannot build from nothing. Ain't nothing, ain't no foundation there. And what I mean by that is this. A lot of people, when they look at what they have, they always look at what's missing. So because they feel like there's nothing there, they never go up. Mm-hmm. They waiting for something to occupy the space on the ground level. So, for example, uh, there's a a book that I told you about. I'm reading, and she was talking about a lack mindset. And a lack mindset, she said, one of the 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 key components of having a lack mindset is comparing yourself to others. So we looking at another couple and we seeing what they doing. They travel all the time. They just bought them a big old house. They they didn't had their third baby. We ain't even had our first baby. And so we can't even have peace of mind because we're looking at their life and saying, when we get that, then we can start having fun. When we get a babysitter, because I hear you say it all the time, we don't got no babysitter. 
Yeah. So, you know, if we could get a babysitter, then we could do boom, 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 boom. So if you're putting your happiness in a future situation that ain't happened yet, all of a sudden you are accepting the opposite of happiness in your current situation. And so, you know, when you start working on just how do I evolve? How do I grow? How do I get better? You want to make sure that I'm doing this for the both of us. I'm doing this to have something to work with because if I keep looking at my life and saying, there's nothing there, I don't have nothing good to offer. You know, he ain't even trying or she don't even want to do blah, 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 blah. You ain't going to never go upward because you still waiting on a certain condition to take place or a certain situation to happen in order for you to be like, okay, now we can start working on. No, this is how you build. If you are in a relationship, literally write down all the beauties in your relationship, all the things you super enjoy, all the things that makes you have so much fun with your spouse, all the things that is so great. And you write, how can I build off of this? If I wrote number one, the one thing we have is communication. How can I build on communication? I can listen more. I can do this. I can do blah, 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 blah. Okay, the next thing, she can cook. How can I build off of that? Maybe I can learn how to cook, give her a break. Right. You know, uh, number three, um, we have peace in the home. How can I enhance that peace? How about, you know, I clean up, I add some Glade plugins or whatever and play some soft music and just keep the vibe around the house real light and fun and flowing and romantic, whatever. You can just keep building off of what's already there. But if you like, we ain't even talking, so I don't know what we're going to build on. You see what I'm saying? Right. Like, if you see nothing, then you're not going to build from nothing. But I guarantee you, nobody's life is 100% miserable. You can build from where you are. So that's your episode 50 on the How We Do It podcast. If this has resonated with you, please hit us up and let us know on the How We Do It page on Facebook and or Instagram. They're the same name, How We Do It podcast. And make sure if you would like to be a guest on the show, hit us up on our email address. That's podcast at gmail.com. And if you would like a guidance reading from yours truly, how do they do that? Um, You all can email me at kiriogini at gmail.com. That is K-I-E-R-A-Y-O-G-I-N-I at gmail.com. Or you can book on my site at bluelotusreadings.as.me. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you also are thinking about getting your credit repaired, make sure you go check out the 26 videos. They walk you step-by-step through the credit repair process. They also give you four rounds of dispute letters. That's www.pkw.myecon.net forward slash my credit system. In the meantime, and in between time, we're going to see y'all on the next episode, 51. 51. Peace out. Bye, y'all.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.